Welcome back to We Are Live, live on Facebook in St. Louis in Grand Center, the Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do and what we do all day long here in our lovely offices, studios. Big shout out to Red Saw Publicity. Bye, Jack. Shout out to Travis. You had a great hour last hour. You feel good about it? Did I? Oh, that was nice of you guys to say. Uh, yeah. My positivity. And yeah. Then just end it with you two and your tomfoolery. But okay, we're, we're making some progress. Uh, we're going to make it racist in a second. Uh, fair or foul, get those in. Wall at weareliveradio.com. You can win $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. The topic today, how your parents met, right? The story of how your parents met. You guys all right with that? I, I, I'm still under, I don't believe any of our parents' stories. I just don't. Even like your parents meeting in high school, I, I don't. I mean, it's oh, a fact. I don't believe that. Just because I told you it's a fact? Mm. You just believe you're a little your parents, skeptical? They tell your parents you, Would everything? you say you're a conspiracy theorist? I would not go that far. But I, you, I, don't think, I don't think it's fair to just automatically assume that the, our parents told us the truth about how they met. Tell the truth. You don't Tell believe that my parents met at Cross Keys Kmart? That I believe, because you're not making that up. A little too that specific. Up. That's very specific. Why wouldn't they say venture if they were lying? You know. Yeah, they could have been. If they said venture, I'd be like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. But you said Cross Keys Target. Ain't nobody lying about that Cross Keys yeah. Target. Cross Keys Kmart. Kmart. Oh, that's mm-hmm. even. Oh yeah, that's even more troubling. Mm-hmm. Kmart. You remember Kmart back in the day? I sure do. I, were, uh, I lived in Cape Girardeau. I think we had one there in Cape Girardeau. Did you guys yeah, have a Grandpa did. Pigeons? And Farmington got a... Grandpa Pidge? Is it Grandpa? Yeah, Farmington got that, and then it turned into Value City, maybe? I believe maybe Value City bought them out. Yeah, yeah there, was a, a there was a Grandpa Pigeons. There's a Grandpa Pigeon in Farmington. Value City then went under. Those little poor retail <sighs> shops. There was a well, nice Pigeons little... Pigeons is legendary here. It is. It's very I wanna say I want to say Value City, there was a nice little shoe hustle going on that I had uh, heard tell about. Really? People would swap out the... Uh, Discounted shoes for the expense. I don't know. The fall of Value City. That maybe should be one of our documentaries. Yeah. Because those things are huge in what, the late 90s? Value City, yeah, even in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s? Yeah. Hmm. Now now it's Kohl's and Ross's. And I guess Marshall's. Marshall's is still open. There's some hot retail talk. DJ Max. DJ Max. Never. Ever the same place twice, yesterday, next week, next Saturday night. It's the max for the minimum, the minimum price. No, it's never, ever the same place twice. DJ Max. DJ Max. We're going to do some Make It Racist in a second right after I tell you about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, locally owned, amazing food. They cart around town in the most tropical truck you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Buzz is going to stop by Friday, work with us, do some video, and uh, feed us, everybody. That's exciting. That's a, that's a, Aloha for it's a perk. feed our fat tails. Yes, exactly. Buzz uh, is a local businessman putting out great food for you. He spent many years in Hawaii, picked up all these great recipes. Now he's bringing them to you. Only uses fresh ingredients. Cannot say enough good things about him. He is uh, very accessible online. Facebook, Buzz's Wine Grill. Throw their page a like if you haven't yet. Travis, you want to do some Make It Racist? It's time to Make It Racist! I'm addressing the white elephant in the room. I'm breaking down the barriers of race by assimilation. I wouldn't mind to have black neighbors. That is racist as hell. It's raining little white women. My prayers have been answered. Black women have the nicest asses. If that ain't the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life. You do not have to say African American. Just say black. Oh, well, in that case, you know what word I miss? Colored. Oh. Oh. Don't let the liberal media tell you how to think and feel. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. I'm racist as hell. <laughs> deserved. Make it racist. You throw us a topic. Travis makes it racist. I don't make it racist. I expose the racism that was already there. You guys are weird. We have a listener submission. That's what we'll start with. Make it racist from the Triangle Assassin. Detective Charlie. Not. <laughs> that is racist. No, it is not. <laughs> when are we going to get a white Detective Charlie? <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's called Columbo. Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, Travis. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, hey, take it off. Uh, Travis, make it racist. 
Documentaries. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I do love me some documentaries. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy it very, very much. Man, I don't know how I'm going to do this one. Yeah, stumped your ass. Well, technically, people forget about Tyrone Documentary. I'm sorry. He was Tyrone Documentary. Who is he? He was the very first... Uh, he, that's what the word documentary comes from. Oh, is that right? Tyrone documentary would go around the hood filming things. What year? And talking about like 19-ish, uh, hundreds, uh-huh. early part of 1900s. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to go around my way, check out, see what's going on. And he what's would good? add commentary mm-hmm. to it <laughs> was he uh, while he's filming it. Yeah. In the and early 1900s? From time to time, it wasn't cell phone. Yeah. It was uh, the, the camcorder. Mm. The camcorder, as we all know, was invented in 1886. Bye. By Julius Camcorder. Julius, uh, yes, Julian, Julius RCA. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. actually what his name is, Julius bad. RCA. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Tyrone Documentary, he created the genre, mm-hmm. and then just like typical racist Hollywood, uh, he was like, hey, I got I got this thing for you. I, I like to call them documentaries. And the, documentaries. The executive was like, oh, you like to Ty- name this, them after again, yourself? Again, this is Tyrone, do- Tyrone Documentary. documentary. From and the so south side of Chicago. He, it, it was actually uh, Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. And so it got like, so he got to Hollywood and Hollywood was like, get out of here, Mr. Documentary. You get. Can't, can't film get, here. You get out. Can't film can't here. Can't film here. And they never discovered his body. And oh, Hollywood wow. Hollywood just decided, oh, well, he gone. He did have a good idea. We were just messing with him. We gonna uh, call it documentaries, and they gave it to that his, German guy who wouldn't show the video of uh, the bear eating the the I, one dude. See, now I think that's not real history. Now you're just adding stuff for no reason. That, I mean, that happened. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, Tyrone documentary ostracized Can you by call him a white doc- documentary. So the documentaries, you racist as hell. That is racist as hell. I don't like that one. Yeah, Gardner, you got one. Uh, yeah. Can't believe you guys don't know. I mean, Tyrone documentary. That's Tyrone documentary. Sad. Black, yeah, Black History Month next year. History. Settle in here. Do your research. Bit. Do your huh. research. Grandpa Pigeons. Grandpa Pigeons. Oh, uh, why are you guys picking things I love today? Mm. <laughs> Good luck. How I mean, many whack? You? How many whack? Kind of messed up starter jackets did you get from a ton. Grandpa Pigeons? But if we being honest, why my, is my, my ass crooked, Mom? But if we being <laughs> honest, I was a racist ass grandpa. If you think about it, why? Because seemed like a nice man. It was. There was affordable items. It a lot was. of city locations. A lot uh, of, a lot of underserved know. areas. Uh, Grandpa Pigeons was huge for my community. Mm. Why is it racist? Because he was the Grand Poobah. Oh no, that's, that's what it. his original name was, no, that's and not they a changed thing. it after the fact, and people didn't realize that the Grand Poobah, which of course was the head of the KKK. Oh no, that was the inspiration behind Grandpa Pigeons. So therefore, Grandpa Pigeons, you racist as hell. That is racist as hell. Grand Poobah, like I was gonna figure that out. No, like grand, I didn't know it's the a Grand or, Wizard. Uh, the yeah. Poobah was the other term. Where's the robe? And they and they Grandpa Pigeons had a robe. They sold a lot of robes, and very affordable, affordable robes, uh-huh. very comfortable, durable robes. But he was a grand poobah of the KKK. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Allegedly. Not, Allegedly. No, I, look, no, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. Oh, do you think there's a pigeon family sitting around waiting to just sue the pants off a podcast? That's possible. Yeah, you never know. That'd uh, be interesting. It, it certainly would. That would make the news, That Travis. would probably mm. make the news. Uh, you can't make, uh, we'll say, like Metrolink racist. It's not possible. Metro Link. All the great places they go. (laughs) Unlimited access to our metro area. First of all. You can't make Metro Link races. Yes, I absolutely can. You know how many people of color are enjoying those rides on a daily basis? You know what? Look, it's just like how crack hit our community. What they do at Metro Link's. They stuff the seats with marijuana. No. And then they get upset when people take that marijuana and try to sell it to each other while on the train, perpetuating the drug war, which has absolutely ruined black and brown communities across this country. Well, don't Me- do the time crime if you don't want to do the no, time. No, you know what's crazy about MetroLink? Like, they, they, they also hate small businesses. Oh. There are people on there selling chips. Soda. Are they really? They got flyers. You can need some cologne. They trying to sell cologne. I can get fresh you on You need the, a blunt. You trying to get cut up okay. while you in the uh, Metro Link. They can do that too. They got Vera and Wang. They got, they have Vera Wang. They sell all the type of fragrances uh-huh. and they have the nerve to try to shut it down. Mm. Oh, you're soliciting, sir. You can't be doing this on the train. Why does Metro Link hate small black entrepreneurs? Mm. 
Natural Lake, you racist as hell. That is racist as hell. They ain't got the nerve not to stop in the hood. Where is Metro Link going to uh, North City? Why don't Metro Link go to North County? Huh? Why don't they take me to the uh, Jamestown Mall? Why Metro Link ain't in South Tower? Uh, South, what, uh, South County? There we go. Uh, no, what's that place you live? Tower Grove South. Tower Grove South. Yeah, why, why they don't have the Metro Link over there? South. I had a good Tower. talk with him. I, I was like, uh-uh, not here. Huh. No affordable transit here. Oh, okay. I love my car payment. Okay. I don't want to be able to get why anywhere. Why doesn't it cheap. go here? Chesterfield good County. Good point. Available online. Very good question. Yeah. South Tower. South Tower. Had, um, I, if you have any in the comments, be sure to drop them for us. We'll get a uh, we'll get Travis involved. Travis, you can't make Tiger Woods racist. It's not possible. Tiger Woods. I know the segment's called "Make It Racist." Tiger he ain't making Woods. Tiger Woods racist. He's Ti for the culture. Tiger Woods. You redrafted him after the win this weekend. Tiger Woods is accepting the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump. <laughs> you really chipped well. Almost as good as me. Uh, thanks, uh, Donnie. Let's tag team one of the waitresses after this. Mm -mm -mm. No? Tiger Woods. And he just won the Massa. So so He's a five-time Massa winner. So by association, you're, giving, you're mark marking him racist. And he won the Massas. Massas, okay. And Tiger Woods, all white women, all white women. <laughs> there weren't any. Yeah. There weren't any Tamikas being uh, revealed. What? Especially in uh, esp how you how you not one. How you go Whenever through you all those women, not one one sister, not one, not one Tiger, not one. Mm. Now Tiger, you were stopping like in every town in the South, not one. <laughs> You were in Chattanooga. You was in you was in not, Atlanta. Not one red lobster hostess. You telling me in Orlando, in Orlando, not one sister coming out of Disney World. <laughs> not one. I didn't mean to not make one Orlando Magic cheerleader. Mm. Come on, man. You got Central Florida right there. Not one sister tiger. Tiger Woods, you racist as hell. It is racist as hell. That was good. One, that was top notch. You're not gonna have one sister, like one. Nothing. You know, uh, that's pretty that's bad. Like, that's like you, you gonna, you ain't trying to. For a guy that's not so discerning. Right. <laughs> like clearly, you just like you. Why? Me, why is your sexual list a countertop in a 1960s yes. Alabama diner? Why? You really thought he was Don Draper? You couldn't mm. get one sister, Don Draper? I thought uh, Draper didn't. Did he get one sister? I probably got a sister. I don't know. I gotta go back and look at it. Uh, code switching after your black guests hear you say, quite all right, make it racist. <laughs> what happened yesterday with Stacey Static? And Check it. out the Static podcast. Well, and then on uh, Friday, when Rojo called Oh, you that's out. what it was. Okay. Uh, and Rojo's right. Puerto Rican, even. Right. <laughs> code switch is so racist. Like, even when I'm in a room of people of color, I still have to code switch back to my white. Therefore, code switching is easily racist as hell. That is racist as hell. No, no one has made is. you. No yeah, one has made you do made, this. Like, yeah, absolutely. I have to do that. That's what society says. It's not a thing. Like, you want to get the cops called on Mi you? Is there a Mr. Society? Turn, you turn your, you better take that bass out your voice. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Mess up your whole day with hmm. a deep voice in front of a white woman. Try to talk street in front of a white person. Man, SWAT gonna be around the corner in like three minutes. Do you prefer to speak street? I prefer to, to be myself, but society does not allow it. <laughs> to whatever self you choose. If I did that in front of a white person, I'm in jail three to five years. You think so? No, there's no doubt. So the code no. switching saves lives. He's in jail. You're asking for it. Yeah. And plus, like, have you ever had a woman clutch her purse in front of you? Hey, man. Has that ever happened to you, Gardner? Have a woman clutch their purse in front of you? I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I, uh, it, 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 how, it might how be my like white this? privilege that I don't have to yeah, pay attention. How do you like this? Uh, dudes in an unmarked uh, car yesterday. No, no plates on it or anything. Right. They pull a Yui when they saw me getting out of a car and uh, going. I was at a little isolated area. And uh, they pulled up kind of quick. And the one was like, uh, hey, 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 my man. And he started doing that, so I just took a couple longer strides and didn't turn back, but they took like two steps, jumped back in the car, drove off. What was going to happen there? They wanted a cigarette? Exactly. 
and I just kept walking. I had a black woman ask me for a cigarette from her car in front of our building yesterday. How'd it go? It went very well. Did you say this no? is why I don't want the FDA to take away menthol cigarettes because of how the interaction went. I said, yeah, that's no problem. And I walked across the street to give her a cigarette and I go, is menthol all right? Her reaction? Oh my. Oh! Oh, yes! Can we get it? That's not racist as hell. That is not racist as hell. So, good for you. It was good interaction, which is what the FDA is trying to take away from me. Hmm. You were walking? I parked my car and uh, I was in a vulnerable area for about 100 feet. Yui. Yeah, pull up. There was. It was yeah, about to. Was about, about to go rock, down, rock, and rock, I knew it. Rock. I was like, ah, I'm a lot. I could smoke him, but if he comes out with something in his hand, yeah, he was definitely. I definitely would have talked to him. Yeah, you were definitely about to. Get oh him no, out. I just ignored. Him. I, like, I don't understand. I, I did the math. I was like, mm, if he runs up, that's one thing, but if I don't acknowledge and walk half a pace faster, I'm inside, and then it's what I sort of don't understand stuff. about your neighborhood. There, there's no, that's not a neighborhood. That was uh, somewhere else. Oh, okay. It wasn't where you live? Mm-mm. Okay. No, where I live, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, then never mind then. Because I was going to say, man, you have a lot of, yeah. you have a very strong police presence in your area, so I'd be surprised how brazen people would be. Yeah. But then again, people don't care. I told you Criminals about don't care. Getting, brazen. getting followed, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I picked up on that two miles into it, or uh, two miles before they would have been able to. Mm-hmm. Keep your head on a swivel. That's very guess, Or he's paranoid. That too. Yeah, you definitely can. I'm like, yeah, 17 people tried to carjack me yesterday. What? They were just driving. Paranoia could be a very good defense mechanism. That's why when I go into Brooks Brothers, they follow me around the store. Mm -hmm. Rightly so. They follow me too. Yeah, I'd be like, hey. Well, Mr. Gardner, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been like, uh, this is probably racist as hell, but have you ever been inside of a store and thought, man, I could steal this, (laughs) but the fact that I'm thinking about stealing this is probably oh. why it was the ludicrous in crash where he's like where he got mad yes about the no tip comment right and then he didn't tip and didn't tip mm. and ended up basically robbing somebody mm. as soon as they stepped outside oh on the street tipping yeah tipping make that racist. absolutely racist as hell think about it. the vast majority of service employees are poor and black and uh, no way and considering no that way. it's below minimum wage mm-hmm. and that you're gonna have to literally sing for your supper Dance for me if you want a tip. Dance for me if you want a livable wage. The guy famous for leaning and watching Sports Center while his I tables was it leaning. Uh-huh. I was stretching half the time. Time to lean, time to clean. Mr. And Trump. I cleaned. I would be like, that you're, you're that's good cleaning. <laughs> I would clean. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it. When we were serving, man, we were serving at prime. Like Cardinals were unstoppable. Like when we were so tipping, racist as hell. Oh yeah, yeah, racist as hell. That <laughs> is racist as hell. Finally, cornbread. Can't make that racist. Oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, I ain't going to do that to me today. <laughs> I ain't going to disrespect the good old cornbread. You're not going to do it? No. Nah, do that's, it. That's, ugh, nah, man. You don't want big cornbread coming after you? Man, I don't want the disrespect. You a honey butter man? Tell me, butter. A, yeah, uh, tell me about John Corn. <laughs> well, it is actually about Thomas Corn, oh, Leota's bread. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Corn. They were a traveling duo. Huh? <laughs> just trying to make it on the sales. Well, Thomas Corn was like, man, I can't get anywhere. I was just like pushing this corn. I was like, if I, uh, like, I wish I could, because he was, it was a saturated market. Uh-huh. Corn big right, yeah. during mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I, I don't know. And then Leota's bread was like, Leota's bread. He was like, damn, Wonder Bread, Bunny Bread. They, they was dominating the sliced bread. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was tough. White, white bread was dominating. It was. So mm-hmm. they, they went to uh, an NBA game. That, what? Uh, so they went, they was like, they were sitting at an NBA Watch game. Watch George they were, Mikan? They was chopping it up. It was like, <laughs> Here the funny thing is, because Leota's bread would oh. go, you know what? If they add a three-point line, that'd uh, be look, that'd add a little bit more excitement. And somebody was like, that's stupid. Like we would, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. But then Leota's bread was like, hey, you look like uh, Cheryl's boy. Mm-mm. Who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm John Corn. <laughs> I was like, hey, I thought that was you. How's business? So I they were talking. Thomas Corn. It was no the John Thomas Corn. Oh, John, John Thomas Corn. Mm-hmm. And so they were like talking. They had a few 
brews, a couple limeritas. The Thomas boom, Corn boom, boom, Affair boom. from the Black Sheep. And it's not exactly. I mean, you could. That may be a good movie. Okay. They should make a movie yeah. called that. That would okay. be tight. But you. the fact is, they were they were just chopping it up over limeritas. <laughs> chopping it and up. And then they were like, man, look, I think we should get together and just make corn bread. Okay. He's like, all right, I see where you're going with this. And so they introduced cornbread in a Medea movie, and it mm. exploded, and people love corn. The thing is, though, then he, they, they ended up fighting over the same woman. Oh, oh wow. Uh, As happened in the cornbread industry. She would later go on to become Aunt Jemima. A lot of oh, people didn't know that. Okay. And so they fought over <laughs> this Aunt Jemima. The, the Jemima? Circle. Yeah, it's, it's Jemima. <laughs> and, and so... <laughs> Jemima? And so they fought. They end up having a duel in the streets. I think it was on King's Highway. Boom, boom. They shot each other. Wow. And so really cornbread. Racist as hell. Huh. That is racist as hell. <laughs> Jemima. That'll conclude Make It Racist <laughs> for today. <laughs> Do you feel good about this performance? <laughs> John Thomas Cornbread and Leotis, Leotis Bread and Tom, John Thomas Corn. Uh-huh. Heroes. Hmm. History and, forgets them. Aunt Jemima? Aunt Jemima. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was something, Trev. Wow. Uh, a quick reminder, if you're <laughs> listening live, get those fair fouls in. We'll give you 10 bucks a Buzz Wine Grill if you win. Uh, if you win. We've got a great topic today, the that story was quite something. of how your parents <laughs> met. What you do is you write a funny sentence or paragraph and you email wall at dot. Come, everybody. Um, your friend uh, Bobby Kraft, Travis, we needed to talk about this. From Deadspin, he's challenging the Florida Constitution to keep you from seeing <clears throat> the video of the job. <laughs> he's, he's adamant. And I guess this, I mean, he, he's, he's part of the biggest brand in all of sports. So I can understand him going to great lengths to try to keep this out of the public view. Um, Do you think but, he would sign Leotis's uh, nephew, Dante Cornbread, to a contract? He's, he's, he's Dante, a great corner. Is he a slot receiver that's white? No. <laughs> then no. Sorry. No, he can't help. Um, I mean, I guess if you have the means, you do what you do to keep that from the public. I don't necessarily blame the motivation. I think, though, Robert Kraft... I don't know if he's going to win, but I think if you're, if I'm in his position, you got time and money. Why not? Yeah. Because that's, that's it's, the allegation you can come back from. And he's already apologized for, and he's not going to do time. Especially if, especially if he didn't, especially if the alleged, uh, I guess what that place is, wasn't part of his knowledge, I guess much different. Right. Right. If he thought he was doing one thing and it was another thing, I don't know, whatever. So you don't, uh, this it doesn't bother says, you? Uh, it's not every day you see lawyers argue that part of the state's constitution sounds illegal, and that's actually what Robert Kraft's attorneys attempted to do. It wasn't the only unusual occurrence of the day. That same afternoon, one of those very expensive defense lawyers argued that the police report described so well as masseuse manipulating Kraft's <laughs> penis that there is no need to see the video. <sighs> defense lawyers generally argue that everything in police report is wrong. This is how desperate Kraft is right now to try to keep this video from the public eye. So he. So is they do this and like it's it's covered under like surveillance, right? Because I assume this is a private business. Yeah, he said the two barely quoted any statutes or precedents in the court on Friday, but they did do their best to imply that Florida's <laughs> public records law violates the Fourth Amendment. So they're challenging. The public records law. So somewhere in Florida, there's like a regular dude whose wife hasn't caught wind of something yet, but he thinks that if Robert Kraft gets this change, his video won't be out there for public consumption. So he's like praying. He's like hoping that the top down helps him, right? See, I, this is interesting because this can go a little bit further because there are other men of similar influence, not as high profile as Robert Kraft, that were caught up in this Kraft race. macahorny and cheese. Mm. Hmm. That was Gardner's. Uh, but that's where we. But isn't should have put sleaze at the end? Yes, that's yeah, true. So this, so he's also. I would imagine many of those guys who were caught up in this ring are egging him on. Like, yeah, yeah, do do that. Do yeah, go do that a lot. What's up with? Have we heard any more on if it was? confirmed a uh, 
a forced situation or anything we like haven't, that? We yeah. haven't heard anything else as far as the investigation goes, at least publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the women, the woman who owns the facility having ties to supporting Republican candidates yep. and the hanging out at Mar-a-Lago quite a bit. Yeah, hanging yeah. at Mar-a-Lago a lot. So I don't. Uh, I don't know where the story is heading, but Kraft is doing his best to separate himself from the entire situation, again, by making sure this video never uh, sees the light of day. Again, I don't blame him, Mm -hmm. um, and I would imagine he's, again, being prodded, perhaps, by the other big wigs that were caught up in this ring. But yeah, if you're the CEO, owner of the New England Patriots, you don't want to be... I can already see what Buffalo Bills fans are going to do. In the upcoming oh season. Oh, boy. That's they a... are going to, yeah. Let, put it this way. Game day signs for college football this year are going to be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, Buffalo Bills fans traditionally throw a dildo on yes. the field. Mm. So something tells me that it's going to have Robert Kraft's name on it. Yeah. Or if they get the video out there mm. and they get a look-see, mm. they might recreate it. Mm-mm. Like, go that detailed. It's going to be a meme. It's going to be a gif. It's going to be bad. So I understand why Robert Kraft's going to. I would spend would every this, damn dime I had. Would this be a black Twitter gif? No, no doubt. And you, 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 he yeah, will but, become okay. a laughing stock immediately. Like this Maybe. will be relentless. But then what happened? Barstool the, doesn't. What happened? Run all the people worried about worth of material off this. What happened? to All the people worried about if uh, the woman involved was a sex slave. You're not going to put her out there like that, are you? No, you're not. But you're definitely going to villainize a guy like Robert Kraft. I mean, I don't know. There's, there should be some... Uh... I'm waiting for the headlines then. Mm. Like you, you've got to hand it to them. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. New York Post be all over that. Yeah. Great job, Robert Kraft. <laughs> you looked Great like job. you cared and then you threw that out. That. <laughs> huh. Okay. Would you go through these links, though, to, to, make, to keep this tape out of view? I don't... I mean... You would. The, if you had the means, you would. The mm-hmm. issue is, like, listen, if he was just out <clears throat> getting manipulated, everybody was cool, and you found out that um, Were you just saying this woman, out getting manipulated? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? And if this woman He's was read not... read the police report. Yes, yeah. And if this woman was not a, essentially a sex slave, right? then, I mean, unless you're just hating what you're working with, and then that even, like... People with uh, you think that's it? You think Robert Kraft like is little button, like little button popping oh, up? Oh no! <laughs> you think is that's that what, what it is? is? I mean, if you if you're swinging, you're like, show the video. Ah, what? I did not expect that answer. That's the truth. Oh my! I, I just I don't care if I'm swinging or not. I don't yeah. want my peen out for the world to see. I would. I don't. I mean, wait. Yeah. What? Huh? You don't want your? Okay. I don't know. I don't want that. Why would I want that out for the world to see? That's why I would try just, hard just as hell to keep this tape from going public if it were me. Just once it gets, just once it gets going, it's like, yeah, it's whatever. It is. Are you serious? You're telling me that he... I want my pain, including the fro, copyright. That was entirely different. That is if I was spied on by Alexa. Was it? I think. Uh, I don't believe you. I don't believe the context of most of my quotes. I'll be yeah. completely honest. With you. But are you telling me... That you it's one of those things. You made that choice. You're out there. And I'm like, maybe he doesn't have any picks out there or something. But I was just like, if he went to all these links to make that happen, like somewhere, there is a, maybe he, he What if he they negotiate? It. What if they negotiate and go, all right, Robert, we won't show all the video. We'll just show your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> let us make one. Make, let, us, let the department make one gif of your face. Do you imagine going, the fat heads of that face? Oh, no. At games? Oh, no. Just giant no, 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 no. Are you telling me Buffalo Bill fans don't print out 60,000? Yeah, those aren't in the every end zone. Mm. Hell, you'll go to a Billikens game what in the, the NFL student do? section. NFL, you can't throw out 60,000 people. I can't believe we're creating a terrible marketing yeah, idea it. just based off the reason why Robert Kraft does not want this video to the public. But that would be what I would compromise. It's like, he's like, all right, Robert, opera. we'll give you two things. We, we either show the whole thing Oh, we'll show the face. What if he got, like, what if that was the issue? He was, like, embarrassed about the thing. All right. What if he goes, all right, counteroffer. I got the best CGI man in the business. Give me two inches on it. Two inches, you can throw it out there. No, because here's what'll happen. 
There will be a forensic video expert out there in the Twitterverse <laughs> who will find it. That out. makes it look even worse. Okay. So he held up the video just to add CGI, only for the CGI to be so bad. Wait, so wait, Twitter wait. Points Can we get Thanos in the back corner? Just, I, I'm a production value guy. Mr. Kraft, why is it? Black. <laughs> Confused. Yeah, you know Seems I, to work for my players. <laughs> I got an amputation. Oh, that's how we find out that's what oh. rich people have been doing. Oh, no. Like that's the inspiration behind Get Out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that they wanted their body. They just wanted the pieces. <laughs> and so they've been out here cloning <laughs> pieces of black men <laughs> and attaching it to themselves. So mm. that's but then the you, premise, get, the, you the premise get the like regular black dude. And you're like, wait, this wasn't. <laughs> so in yeah. Get Out, they wanted their bodies? They wanted their bodies. For what? To take over their young, virile, strong bodies that were athletic and fast. To do what with them? To, to live, live longer. Life. Immor to live immortality. Longer. Your, your, uh, so they were going to live Your conscious was transferred into. They were going to basically transfer oh. their conscious and spirit into a black person's soul. Yeah. So they can be agile and young and athletic and virile in the bedroom and things that like that. That scene makes so much sense when the guy's just oh. sprinting around the yard for no reason. He just was taking his body for a spin. <laughs> Oh, that's the, I never saw the movie. Yeah, it's a very yeah. it's an intense movie. You'd like it, but yeah, that was a really good movie. Hmm. Damn, that's well, where yeah. Robert Kraft. <laughs> that's where we're at. Poor Bobby Kraft. That could be a could, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I would. I would challenge the Constitution. Why the hell not? Anyway, you, you said you have the means. You might as well. You might as well. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is just like that's two more phone calls. He's not yeah. sitting in lawyer meetings for four hours. He's yeah. saying, yeah, no, yeah, I'll write the check. And they're saying, <laughs> they're like, what do you, yeah, they're like, what's your end game? And he's like, eh, I don't want the video out. Yeah. They'll go fight for him. Mm -hmm. The, do we like, um, so this sheds light on and probably is viewed as a positive for whatever sheriff's office is doing this. Mm -hmm. Like they realize the magnitude of them getting recognition or right. additional funding for taking down Robert Kraft. Do you like when a publicly funded place goes to war like this like because they've done some stuff in the press and things like that again like go after the guy i get it i don't want him to have special treatment or whatever but at the same time there's probably a lot of bad stuff happening still you want to avoid the the special treatment moniker that can come along with a situation but at what like caught but if you're if you're spending resources on publicity and saying how robert crafts uh a dumb dumb and his videos coming out whether he likes it or not shouldn't you be out patrolling the streets I, well, I think it's a matter of public trust and the only way i think police officers are able to be effective if they have public trust so if the public believes you're willing to skirt corners no matter who certain people and not truly enforce the fullest extent of the law then people begin to lose trust in mm -hmm. institutions so in this particular case you're looking at robert Kraft, a guy that you know i mean if you're going to take down the average joe that would be doing the same thing, then what makes Robert Kraft so special? What makes him immune from the long arm of justice? So I think uh, in this case, you have to make it clear that no matter who you are, no matter how much money you have, if you do something that is illegal, you will be prosecuted and sometimes to the physics in the law. Now we can talk about how a guy like Robert Kraft can, also... can get out of that situation because he has the means to have the best lawyers in the world to basically make this all go away. But you, got, you have to ensure the public that you're look the jesse smollett i completely disagree with how hard they're going but the, they're doing that because they don't want to lose the public's trust now you can you that, can go overboard and and maybe in this case some of the sheriffs could go overboard by releasing this but video. think about think about it this way on the other side of that mm -hmm. Do cops write tickets every time they pull someone over? No, certainly to there a cop's are discretion. things. It's like yeah, there it are is certain, to their discretion. You kind of got a real at a point, whatever, and maybe they this is. They but can, you're talking they about a potential sex, easily. You're talking about a potential potential sex trafficking ring involving mm -hmm. some very wealthy well, show me connected that. men. Show me that, and then go after him. Because I kind of think that's kind of where that, the premise is. You got yeah. very wealthy connected men. Allegedly, a part of a, a mm -hmm. large sex trafficking. And if that's your client you base, to, if like, that's your client base, that. and you have a storage shed full of women who are essentially unable to take care of themselves and just being fed to go do these things, 
that's horrible. It's horrific. And you wouldn't want that in your backyard. You don't want to live no, in an area. But I want them to put that out there first. But, I, but you imagine, so most, I would imagine most sheriff positions now, you have to run for office sometimes. Yeah. So this is the, it could also True. be very politically motivating in that if I show people in my area that I'm very serious about this major issue of sex trafficking. We've seen it, of course, expand over the years. It's a story everyone's familiar with. Everyone knows. I bet there's less of it now because there's more light being shed. And that's a horrible I, thing to, I don't to know. put numbers I don't know, but I, I'm glad there's awareness being raised. Yeah, but yeah. I think to that point, they want to illustrate that sex trafficking isn't just some pimps on the street and some foreign faces or people you may yeah. not recognize. What they're saying is there are very wealthy, prominent men who are also involved in sex trafficking. Keeping the, and we keeping the lights to, on. Right. We yeah. need to make sure that everyone is being called out, not just the nameless, faceless people we kind of make up like these organizations. And not to say they're make, made up, but it's not just the MS-13s. It's also people who own NFL teams. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm kind of on the fence. I think there can be overkill in this instance. I'm okay with Robert Kraft getting called out. What if it was, uh, <laughs> what if it's Jermaine Kraft? I mean, you got to ease up. <laughs> there you go. No, That's I don't know. I, I think, uh, it's such an ugly situation. And it, it, yeah, let's not release the video. Let's, I, I, mm, let's not do that. Yeah, I don't no, need that out there. That. Yeah. We don't need that out there. I think we got the point across. And I'm not, I hate the Patriots, and I, I shrug at Robert Kraft. Whatever. He did. Successful guy, good for him. But mm -hmm. whatever. But I, I'm even still like, yeah, okay, let's let's keep it moving. I don't think we need to see that in in the public spectrum. Oh boy, Carter doesn't care. Okay, Carter, I know I have something that you do care about. Nicholas Cage. Oh, what's going sounded, on? With Nick? What's going? What's going on? You sounded like Chris just, transitioning to a uh, sponsor. That's live read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just sobered up. What's where am I? Uh, Las Vegas Reverend who officiated Nicolas Cage's wedding says yeah. there was no sign the actor was too drunk to wed his bride in bizarre four-day marriage. Uh, this gentleman comes forward. Um, you have to see the picture of him. We'll post it on Friends of Wall. Uh, but this fine gentleman named Phil York, 75, the Reverend who married Nicolas Cage and Erica Koike. Uh, says the couple did not appear too drunk to get married when they said, I do. Mm -hmm. uh, he said he's been left dumbfounded, upset, and shocked after the actor filed for an annulment. Uh, of course, the 55-year-old actor and his girlfriend, uh, 34, grabbed headlines around the world after they tied the knot at the Bellagio Casino in Las Vegas last month. How hilarious would that be if you're in the Bellagio? That you see weekend. him stumbling you by. You see him stumbling by. Like, yeah, we've been okay. to Vegas. Like, I, I can't remember. I don't think, uh, I've, oddly enough, I've been to Vegas with Travis uh, two times. Yeah. Didn't see any celebrities while we were. Oh, no, Phil Ivey. You ran into Phil Ivey. Mm -hmm. um, that would Jim be Lampley. random. I saw Jim Lampley. My oh, okay. It what is. if I went up to him and just grabbed him by his shirt, threw him against the wall, and said, where's the goddamn Declaration of Independence? He probably would have acted along with you, and he would have jumped right into character. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know. Let's go. He said the... Uh, <laughs> Come the, with me. The reverend said I've the actor... I've got one of the cars from God in 60 seconds. We'll get there <laughs> oh. quick. The reverend uh, acknowledged that the actor reward. appeared quiet and serious during the no-frills 10-minute ceremony. He's drunk trying to be like... <laughs> like this, trying to get on a flight when you've had too much. <laughs> the wedding cost Nicolas Cage around $2,500. Uh, the reverend York says he would like to look the actor in the eye again and ask him what happened. Oh, told me you're a Vegas reverend. Shut up. You don't Who need cares? moral. You got your $2,500. Yeah. You didn't ask for his money back. I recognized right. Nick straight away when I came into the chapel. Uh, I've seen many of his movies and I think he's a great actor. He was very quiet and serious, but when I looked them in the eye and asked the question, they both said I do. He's got to protect his reputation too. That's what he's doing. He's going hard because he has his to lawyer. Say, hey, yeah. leak, leak this out there. Well, he has to yeah, because you don't want to be, yeah, that you can get in trouble. You can lose your license. As uh, a Vegas preacher? No, you can't like operate at that, like your chapel can, that chapel can get in trouble and they may use you as their, the person who does the uh. officiating. And if you basically let people get married while they're drunk, then you may lose out on work. Well, then you can just go to the internet and get people recertified. People get married while they're drunk all the time. Yeah. In yeah. churches. But it's frowned it's upon. It's the only way you can stand. And it's illegal in, in the state of Nevada. 
Oh, really? It's illegal to get uh, married inebriated in the state. Oh, of that's America. why he that's got it annulled. That's how he got it annulled. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. So that's why. Like. So you think this is? Uh, this he's is, covering his tail. He's covering. Yeah, he's covering as he should. Because that, that, like those guys, that's their reputation on Vegas. Like they well, need. They should that. just make it not illegal. Do you think it'll be brought up at the uh, at the next? Um, no doubt. Twenty four hour uh, church convention. Absolutely. Okay. Where do they hold that? It's not in. It's like in Branson. Yeah, like they do. They're like, we gotta we gotta get up. most of their client. Most of the people who run them are in Vegas, Here so they gotta go to Branson for a chill yeah. weekend. He goes, yeah. Reverend York. So we're, we're going to Destin. Perfect. <laughs> he, this is actually a look. I didn't even know this. By license, if we think that they're too drunk or drug, we can't go through with the ceremony. And I have to give their money back. When I heard that they had a got an annulment, I was surprised and shocked to hear that. I was kind of upset (laughs) about the whole situation. The young lady said she had known him for four years. Four years. So I can get it. He's basically attacking. I mean, by what Nicolas Cage realized is that he probably didn't set up a prenup. No, this guy's a huckster, and he's trying to protect his hucking. He's a 24-hour Vegas preacher specializing in people making stupid you, impulse why moves. Why do you hate the middle class? I don't hate the middle class. Let that this man guy, earn a living. The same guy would sell you... Chastise Nick Cage. Pay. Don't chastise the poor man. Don't you dare chastise never, Nick Cage. Never, never. How not, are you going to chastise the 75-year-old white man? The man the, trying to make a living. Not to chastise Nick Cage until National Treasure 3 has been made. Did Nick you, Cage came in wanted to marry what looks like a very fine woman. Did you, Drunk. Did you see the weatherman? That was a great piece of film. I can't drunk. believe y'all protecting the very uber wealthy who owes tons of money to a lot of people, Nicholas Cage. Listen, you didn't love Lord and of War? Your guys are, and you are attacking this poor man trying to save his license so he can continue to I'm earn a living. I'm not going to attack him. No, I no. just say it's hey, kind of stupid that you, he even has to go to this point. May I, may I just get, say something to the preacher? You talk too much, bro. No, you got to do what you got to do, man. That's your rep. I'm sure, and that's fine. And Nick Cage probably understands that, I would think. Nick Cage, you're racist as hell. Is the preacher is the Reverend same. Black? No, he's a white man. Then what does that I mean? Don't, I don't. Hey, Nick Cage, I don't know what he is. Yeah, a little mm. carried away there. Yeah, I got. He's, yeah, okay. Mm. A few more minutes, and uh, you can get your fair fouls in. We'll uh, give you ten bucks to Buzz's Wine Grill if you win. Topic: the story of how your parents met. I, Travis, <clears throat> have a question for you. Go for it. Where do you take your dogs in town if you're looking for amazing care? Man, I tell you what, there's only one place in town I would like to go, Chris. Hillside Animal Hospital's Dr. Ed. He usually comes in every Wednesday, had a uh, busy morning today. He's been helping out with a lot of the uh, Gateway Pet Guardians' new facility. So big shout-out to Dr. Ed. We'll get him back in to play dogs on film soon. Probably a cat well, stole his keys. Yeah, right? Those cat cats are mischievous. Silly cats. And they, but they even work on mischievous cats at Hillside well. Animal Hospital. Check them out online. Facebook page gives you great updates, and there's all kinds of contact information. Again, if you have your pets... In St. Louis, you're looking for a wonderful, wonderful facility. It's Dr. Ed's Hillside Animal Hospital. Be sure to visit them the next time your pets need care. Travis, we got fair foul coming up. You want to go to the uh, melee results real quick? I'll do that. This is a good one. We actually had to think about this quite a bit because there's so many different um, combinations that make the decade a winning combination. The question was which decade had the best combo of music and movies, correct? Yeah, I think I'm actually going to run with this. We, I think I want to do some more with this in the future, but I really, because I think this is a good conversation that it's very easy with, especially when it comes to music, to decide which decade is prominent. But when you yeah, and add then what's the combination. Important, what's important to you for films? Like Aliens was unreal, but right. like, is that um, you know up against some of the classic films very of the 60s? I mean, very true. Here, you want homework for tomorrow. Okay. Find two movies two groups, musicians, whatever you want, from each decade. Who's representing mm. you as like a do as the tag the teams? Oh. So you get two movies from each decade, two bands, groups, artists, artists. or whatever, musicians okay. from each decade. Okay. Present those and then let's go let's go with the let's see how the the top of the league looks. In each of those. I like that. The elite of the elite. I like that. A Hunger Games for entertainment. Our question today was based off that, which decade was the best era for both movies and music? Uh, At 44%, the winner, 90s music. 90s music and movies. 90s at 44%. 80s, 33%. 70s, 17%. And 60s, 
bringing up the rear with six percent. I think that's used to who follows on Twitter because yes. like you're not really they weren't people yes. weren't around for the 60s stuff. But when you take a look at it, it's like that's a lot closer than you think. Yeah. Or they might be the winner. I gotta look it back at the. I voted 70s. I gotta go look back at some of my 70s music moments because I just think the 70s had it all. Uh, Chris, um, what a fascinating show. But I think the only way you can put a cherry on top is by adding some fair or foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you. The people. Or foul. <laughs> Tears in St. Louis this morning as the Cardinals continue to struggle and the St. Louis Blues lost a heartbreaker in overtime. Pray for my city. Today's fair or foul, Chris. Wait, wait. Were you looking across the room like there was a camera over there? Yeah. There wasn't? There wasn't. There should be now. Uh, breaking news. Oh, we got breaking news. We, ooh, okay, this is exciting. What do we got? We've talked about it, I believe, before, but I'm going to acknowledge the comment in the Facebook section Uh-oh. from our boy Josh from Brother Lee and the Leather Jackals. It says uh, Nick Cage is having to sell his house in New Orleans. He owned the LaLaurie L- L- Mansion, which uh-huh. is one of the most haunted pieces of property in the country, but I didn't know that it was on Zillow. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Josh Eaker. Brother Lee and the Leather Jackals letting us know. That's your breaking news? Says times must be tough. Yeah. Nick Cage news. Maybe I can visit it in September. It's a great place. I will be visiting his grave. Okay. Jesus. I don't know if you need to do that. That's a nice segue to the fair file. Mm -hmm. The story of how your parents met. Fair. My mom said she met my dad when she was working in Florida. She never told me his name, just that he was from out of town and always told cheesy jokes. Remind me of one. What did Al Gore play on his guitar? What did Al Gore play on his guitar? An algorithm. <laughs> That's good. Algorithm. It's from the Triangle Assassin. That's a, good, that's a good one. I like. I like. I like that. How'd your parents meet? I don't remember, Chris. Oh boy, that's you won't say it. It wasn't at Kmart. Can't be that bad. I don't know actually how my parents met. <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous, and I'm not supposed to talk about it. Wait, you just got up here yelling at us that we shouldn't believe anything our parents tell yeah. us about how they met, and you have no idea how yours met. I think I no, have like lying. a general idea, he's but lying. I don't know. You son They of were a marching bitch. Selma. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> he's going to come up with the most contrived. Yeah, they, they church! Met, they met, right. at, church. A, they yeah. met yeah. at a protest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that was it. They were yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's <laughs> why I am the way I am. So he hit my cart at a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was get off my car, fool. Piggly Wiggly Kroger. That's good. <laughs> he gave me a quarter at Aldi. I know. And where I got was. a cart. It was at a pavilion in Forest Park. Damn it. <laughs> he was hogging that grill. Wasn't it? <laughs> pavilion in Forest Park. They were on Soul Train. <laughs> we should poll people to be like, where do you think his parents met? <laughs> that would be answer number like. I should just show a picture of you and ask random white people and say, where do you think this guy's going <laughs> to Give him an age. And they're like, I don't know, Soul Train? Yeah. That, that, maybe that's a segue for Family Feud. Yep. We go, <laughs> show me. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, with the Vibe Awards. <laughs> I, show me Soul Train. I used to watch Soul Train every B- Saturday oh, morning. BET's Comic View? Comic View. Know, why would I care? Fair. Ah, oh. my parents tell this story all the time. It was a summer party in the park. They caught each other's eye and... Worked their way through the, through the crowd towards one another. My dad broke the ice, but telling a joke about them wearing the same thing. My mom let out a little smile as a reflection of fire danced in her eyes. He told her that in all that crowd, she was the only one he could see. She grabbed her hood, gra- she, she grabbed her hood, pulled it over her head, and playfully said, Try to find me now. Oh, boy. As she disappeared in the sea of white linen. It was a game of cat and mouse in that Mississippi field. <laughs> You do this. You create this atmosphere. <laughs> oh, shit. My parents met at a Klan rally, didn't they? <laughs> Foul. Someone's parents met. Many people's parents met at a Klan rally, right? 
I guess they had good food. I don't know. Right? I don't know how those things she work. She bought the best, the best ambrosia. <laughs> it just reminds me of the scene in uh, <laughs> Jonah Hill and Django Unchained. Yes, yes. My wife worked all day on these masks. How does Quentin Tarantino make a clan rally human? Well, they argue about the masks. <laughs> don't ask mine for shit. <laughs> Like, how did Jonah Hill? I don't know. Ow! I remember seeing on the casting list. I was like, how do, how do they work him in? And that was brilliant. Gotta love a good Jewish boy playing a southern <laughs> clan member. Yeah. Uh, one more, I believe. Fair! Good to know they hooked up at a swap meet and then got down at Howard Johnson's. Hence, my middle name. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Foul! It took my Who dad. Oh, I'm sorry. That was TT's pink eye. Oh boy, he's a good. Foul! It took my dad a frickin' decade of hookup stories just to tell me he was really in love with my aunt Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Saget's TV kid. <laughs> I think we might have just got a winner. I'm not even going to take it to a vote. Uh, oh, can you read that one more time? That was good. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Send that. <laughs> Foul. It took my dad a freaking decade of hookup stories <laughs> just to tell me he was really in love with my Aunt Robin. $10 to Buzz's There's Hawaiian so Grill. so much truth in that email. Goes to Bob Saget's TV Kids. Congratulations on the win. Thank you for the submissions. <laughs> Oh, that's the one I was looking for. Mm -hmm. That's the story I was looking for right there. There it is. That's yeah. why I asked the question, because I knew that was out there somewhere in the universe. Thank you so much, Bob Saget's TV Kids. Oh, guys. Ooh, good Lord, that's Huge good. thank you to everybody for tuning in today. Uh, <sighs> if you're watching this later, hit that share button. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else, thank you for uh, following us, for supporting the people that support us. Again, thanks to Tech Electronics for the wonderful studio work. We've got several podcasts recording in here now at the Midcoast Studios. Oh, Stacy yeah. Static, 1 p.m., five days a week. You can tune into her Facebook live feed. Uh, all of her um, episodes will be up everywhere today as well. You can listen to audio. We've got our friends uh, at the Soulardians checked out the studio, did some episodes here. Impolite Company and Yale Hollander was in here today. So many good things happening. We're really excited about the growth and uh, can't thank you guys enough for making that happen. For Chris Gardner, Travis Terrell, everyone else, shout out to Dr. Ed. Sorry we missed you today. It's Chris Denman. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. on the Facebook live feed. See ya. Peace.